Hello and welcome to Good Works in the Heartland podcast. I am Lori Kessinger, Audio Readers Outreach Coordinator, and today we are here with Darla Wilkerson of uh, Disability in Greater Kansas City. Darla, go ahead and introduce yourself. Hi, thank you. Darla Wilkerson. I'm the Executive Director of Disability Inclusion of Greater Kansas City, um, also known as Disability Inn of GKC. And what is the mission of your organization? What do you primarily do? You know, our main mission is to help companies advance their disability inclusion efforts in the workplace and marketplace. So anything from uh, outreach, recruitment, hiring, retention of individuals with disabilities. From the employer standpoint? Yes, yes. And where are you located? Well, we're located um, pretty much in the greater Kansas City area. We don't actually have a physical office, so um, we'll serve companies within the greater Kansas City location, both Missouri and Kansas. Any particular size company or just all companies that are looking to get involved in inclusion? Yeah, all all sizes. Uh, I think the majority of our business partners at this point are large to medium size companies, but uh, we'll work with any company that's interested in advancing their inclusion efforts. What are the top two or three services that you offer to to the businesses? Well, being a business-led organization, the main function that we provide or main purpose that we are there for the companies is to help them look at how they elevate their disability inclusion efforts. So looking at policies, practices, Uh, anything to do with training of employees or training of hiring managers, just how to be more inclusive with their um, culture and uh, acceptance of individuals with disabilities. This, um, you know, we we hear a lot of companies um, talk about their diversity and inclusion efforts, but oftentimes disability gets left off Mm -hmm. or it's very, very minimal. Right. And so our main charge is to help them look at how they can elevate that. To incorporate that with the other diversity and inclusion efforts. Mm -hmm. What are your biggest challenges? I would say just being well known. Um, The the challenge is companies that uh, haven't heard of us before really don't know that that service or resource is available um, when they do embark on trying to look at um, increasing their efforts around inclusion. It's... um, it's hard, you know, to, to get the word out when you're a small organization. We've been in existence since, two, since 2009, but um, started as a very grassroots effort. And uh, so we continue to, to try to get the word out. Can you talk a little bit about how you started, why you, why sure. you started? Sure. So in 2009, the organization started with a group of employers that uh, wanted to do something to advance inclusion of people with disabilities. And one of the main founders that uh, started the organization was um, Keith Wiedenkeller, and he was at the time the chief people officer at AMC Theaters. And he has a son with a disability. And so I think that was part of his why we right. should get involved with this. So he kind of rallied some some of his colleagues at the time to look at how they could do more in the space of disability inclusion. And in 2010, the organization applied to be an affiliate of the National Disability Inclusion Organization. And so we've been an affiliate since 2010. We're one of 30 
to affiliates around the country. And with that, it helps us then, uh, you know, learn from each other, right. um, but also uh, share in some of the efforts when we have companies that are in multiple states mm. or even global um, companies. So we we can um, work with each other to help advance in other areas, have, right. have a broader reach. Right. And give mm-hmm. some guidelines to, to each other also in the business that yeah. I, w- I would assume. Exactly. Just some stories of success, some businesses that you have brought into the fold of employing people with disabilities? Yeah, I I think I would like to talk about one of the most recent. um, We have uh, a um, organization that or company that works out north. uh, Well, it's actually, yeah, north of Liberty. And they're um, called LMV Automotive. And they are an organization that has or a company that has um, really embraced hiring people with disabilities. They started we started working with them about three years ago having them look at their policies and practices, take a look at what they were doing in terms of um, recruiting, doing outreach and recruiting of people with disabilities. And quite frankly, they were very new to that space, but yet they knew they wanted to do something. And um, working with them on developing a implementation plan to look at what are some of the first things that they should start to um, take a look at. And internally is always a great place to start before you start doing things externally (laughs) to your company. And so we worked with them, um, trained over 600 employees in all three shifts uh, around disability awareness and um, as well as their hiring managers. And so talked with hiring managers about how to work with and supervise and hire, you know, people with disabilities, even though that's very broad because there's over 500 known types of disabilities, right? So um, chances are with 600 employees, there's um, quite a few people already that they employ. It's just people haven't disclosed that they have a disability. So it's really getting their culture in order um, in terms of the messaging to their current employees employees that they are embracing, supporting, and hiring of workers with disabilities. So recognizing that first and then looking externally on how you partner with other community organizations to make it happen. And they actually are working with um, Liberty High, Liberty School District and Kearney School District in working with students that are in their um, senior year of, of high school and how they can bring them on site to do work experience types of, mm-hmm. of uh, programs and with the intent to hire them uh, afterwards, after they graduate. And so they're doing some really great innovative things there. They've actually hired someone that works for LMB Automotive that uh, is on site that works specifically with that program. Oh, so, nice. okay. so yeah, so it's really, it's really kind of cool to see how they're embracing it, actually moving forward. And um, they actually won our champions of champions award this, this past year. So um, we do recognize companies that go above and beyond just hiring people. Mm-hmm. So how do you work with the business on the the um, oh, the accessibility, the uh, providing the supports for the individual that they have employed? Do you do you refer them to other groups if someone needs if someone needs technology to make their job right. happen? Is that a service you provide? Yeah, you know we do have resources that we can offer, and most of it is that we if we can't do it ourselves, then we do connect them with someone that's local to their community. So, um, for example, I did have one company that asked me about some, um, 
equipment to use to evacuate someone from the second floor of their building mm-hmm. when the um, elevators weren't working <laughs> and someone that would use to, was using a wheelchair. And so I helped them connect to the, the um, proper uh, resources to look at purchasing a, a equipment to help yeah. that individual. And does it usually come that way? They have, they have an employee with a specific accessibility need and then they try and accommodate that as opposed to being, okay, we need, we need this, 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 and this so that we can go ahead and, and employ people with disabilities. Yeah. Sometimes it's that just in, just in time where I need right. it now. So can you help? <laughs> uh, those are typically the calls that we get. Uh, but there are some companies that do have uh, certain resources already on site that can be a, be used for accessibility types of things if if people are needing that. I find that companies are extremely willing and able to accommodate. Um, we know that accommodations don't cost a huge amount. I mean, there's research that shows that. So I think the typically it's the the, the highest cost is around five hundred dollars per you know accommodation. Wow. Um, but not even that. Sometimes it's nothing. It's maybe just adjusting something, or um, could be something they've already have on site. Right, adjusting their plan yeah, or their hours right. or their location or something exactly. like that. How can the public help you um, uh, get the word out? And is there any other, I mean, obviously you need funds in order to sure. provide your services. So how can the public help you? Sure. So our um, partners, our business partners uh, do help support <laughs> the organization. So we have different tiers of, of partnership. There's certain benefits that come with each of those tiers. And so we're constantly talking with businesses to, um, you know, work with them on what partnership level makes sense for them. Mm-hmm. So whether they're wanting very intense consultation, maybe they're needing that and uh, we can work with them at, you know, that level, or maybe they're wanting to uh, attend some some of our events throughout the year. You know, it just depends on where the company's at. We, we also have an online job board that some companies will be interested in, and we also have a monthly network uh, meeting that we just launched this year, mm, and I'll, okay. I'll talk a little bit about that too. But, um, you know, business partners are, are who we're uh, there for, right? right. So we, we want to have people refer folks to us, uh, other companies that they feel might not, might not know about us yet. And uh, we're constantly look, working with our current partners and asking them, who else do you know? Uh, refer us to someone. And we know that we we tend to talk to each other better if someone does refer right, <laughs> an right. individual hey, I know them. as yeah. opposed to just a cold call kind of thing. And we found that that really isn't worth um, a lot of our time because it doesn't really produce um, for us. So we want people to refer, for, refer their colleagues. We also have community partners, uh, individual organizations that uh, support people with disabilities. We don't um, we're not a placement agency. We don't support individuals directly, but we do work with community partners. So our main function is to connect the two with mm-hmm. our business partners and those community partners so that those candidates that are actively looking for work have have a way to an avenue, if you will, to um, get get in those positions that are, are currently open that they may be interested in. So referring us to other business partners, referring us to other community organizations that might be interested um, in partnering with us is, is what we would love to have, um, you know, people do. So. 
How can people get in touch with you to to make that connection? Yeah, so you can go to our website directly, and uh, that is uh, www.disabilityn-gkc.org, uh, or you can email me at Darla, D-A-R-L-A, at disabilityn-gkc.org, or you can call me at 816-284-3224. Wonderful. So you mentioned um, a monthly partnership meetings, yes. networking. Talk a little bit mm-hmm. about that and then some of the other events that you put on on a regular basis. Yeah, great. Thanks. We did launch in June this year what we're calling Kansas City's Disability Inclusion Network. And it is a space for our business partners and our community partners to come together monthly and really tackle some of these issues that uh, seem to be Um, there is challenges for people with disabilities in becoming employed. We have a uh, large number of um, job openings (laughs) in our city, as you know, throughout our country. Um, This, to me, is the perfect time for uh, people to be filling those jobs. But, you know, there's thousands of job openings in in the greater Kansas City area and hundreds of people looking for work that um, experience disabilities. So monthly we come together. This is our way of helping connect these two um, parts of the equation, if you will. And people are creating this, this network is becoming their network. It's not about me. It's not about, you know, our, our staff. It's about the business community. It's about the, the community partners and they're creating strategies around some of the barriers, whether it's uh, a training issue or it's a application process issue, you know, maybe right. their application process isn't accessible, maybe there's, uh, you know, a need for revamping job descriptions, you know, whatever the, right. the issue is. And they're, they're also getting to know each other, they're building relationships. And we know that um, relationships is how people get employed. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're building trust with each other. They're building, um, you know, this credibility that when they have a need, they can call upon each other. And it's just really refreshing to see the the excitement and the how people are empowering um, themselves and, and each other to promote the hiring of people so with disabilities. So is this for the specific job seekers and then mm-hmm. like the HR um or right. who are other staffs to meet together? Right. So those that come are HR directors, recruiters, talent acquisition, um, sometimes the diversity and inclusion officers of companies. And then on the community partner side, it is employment specialists, uh, those those workforce development folks okay. that are representing candidates. Okay. So it's not the candidate specifically that, right. that happens once this relationship is made, that will hopefully happen a little bit more yes, down the road. Yes, yes. And we're actually seeing people getting hired already. Right. And um, within just a few months of people coming together regularly, we've we've already shown that people are getting jobs this way. So it's pretty exciting. Right. Yeah, mm-hmm. monthly pulling them together. Yes, yes. And people are still coming, right? Right, right. <laughs> so yeah, I've got my jobs full. Something I'm not coming anymore. Yeah, yeah. And some, some of the other types of um, services that we provide, of course, we have consultation, technical assistance, anything that we can do to help companies promote their inclusion efforts, that, that we have that available. We have training. We also have some of our main um, programs, if you will. We have an annual summit. It's called Disability Inclusion Summit. And um, we just did our, 
or fifth one in 2019. And then, um, so we have that annually, and it's a full-day conference of all topics around disability inclusion, uh, HR directors, talent acquisition, recruiters, uh, DNI uh, directors, those those types of folks are coming as well as the community partners. And they're tackling, you know, tons of issues around inclusion. Uh, we also have a, a good number of federal contractors that are partners, and those folks have compliance um, mm, regulations right. that they have to follow. So we provide training around those types of topics as well. And then we also have our annual Thought Leaders Luncheon. It's usually in the summer, and it's hosted by our Federal Reserve um, Bank of Kansas City. They're one of our um, great strategic partners. And um, it's a it's a wonderful time to have not only just people come together and, and share in terms of a networking uh, piece, but brainstorming this whole idea about thought leaders is like, what do we do from here? Right. right. <laughs> you know, we know the business case around hiring people with disabilities is that's already out there, right? But how do you continue to elevate that and really look at uh, move it promotion. beyond the conversation yeah. to an actual doing and right. implementing? Right. So that luncheon really focuses on bringing in, um, uh, you know, leaders in the field of of uh, disability inclusion. And then we have our annual Champions Award Luncheon, usually in the fall. Uh, we try to coordinate that around uh, sometime in October, so it's around a Disability Employment Awareness Month, and um, look at uh, highlighting those companies that have, you know, went above and beyond right. just hiring right. people. So the so. company that you mentioned in uh, in the Liberty area was yes. the winner this year. Yes. Yes, LMV Automotive. LMV Automotive. Mm -hmm. okay. Yeah, and then throughout the year we have educational programs. Um, this in 2020 we're going to be launching some um, web webexes, so we'll mm. be looking at doing that regularly, so people can um, um, look at uh, you know maybe like uh, during their lunch hour, you know, tuning into a webex, and the topics will be specific to disability inclusion. So again, for the HR managers, the, the people looking for yes. employees. Yes, um, exactly. Not from the, the people that are advocating for these individuals. Yeah, and, and what's interesting about that is it may not be real specific to that employment specialist or that workforce development person's job, but it is. <laughs> right. Because they really need to know what the business is struggling with, what the business's um, compliance issues are and you know they really need that business angle so that they can help support that company mm -hmm. uh, with their hiring needs great sounds like a lot of stuff going on yes yes yeah. i would mention too sure. our online job board that we oh, have yes, yes. yeah go ahead and talk that's about another that. um thing that we we launched this year we we used to have a a, a job board, but it wasn't working well for our business partners. So we partnered with our affiliate from New York and our job board is um, created by John Robinson. Uh, he is uh, owner and um, a person with a disability himself, but he owns a company called um, Arbility and his um, website or his online job board is Our Ability Connect. And so that is on our, our, our website okay. as well. He's sharing it throughout the country with other affiliates, but it's specifically designed to connect businesses with people with disabilities. So it's kind of a rarity, I think, in that way mm -hmm. that uh, it, candidates can build a profile similar to what you would in LinkedIn or okay. on LinkedIn. And companies can then search for individuals 
uh, based on certain filters, whether they want right. to search in a particular city or they want to search um, by a tic- particular industry. And then candidates can search for openings. And the companies that are using our site are companies that are that want to be and are companies of uh, employers of choice for people with disabilities. And so those individuals using the site recognize that those companies are companies that are open and um, welcoming of people with disabilities. Right. Makes it much easier to find a so, job than having to go in and kind of bang down the door and advocate for yourself and keep absolutely. proving over and over and over again, yes, I can do this. You know, I've done it here, I've done it there. I know that finding yes. finding a job for, a person with, with, for people with disabilities can be such a big challenge because the companies are not, not many of them are welcome to right. that a lot of times. Yes, absolutely. And companies are... Connecting with organizations such as ours, Disability Inclusion of Greater Kansas City, because then the candidates recognize that as a company um, Mm -hmm. that's supportive. And we all know that we look for companies where we feel welcomed, right? Right, Where others are there like us kind of thing. And so it's, it's not any different for people with disabilities. Is there a fee to, for using that website for the job poster or the business? To... There is for the business. Coming in as a business partner, they have access to that uh, that that online job board, but not for the candidate. The okay. candidate, is, it is free. And actually, anyone can go in there at any time and see all of the jobs. It scrapes those companies' jobs daily, so they're very current. And nice. um, Yeah. So. so anybody can go and look, and then if you want to create a profile, then mm-hmm. there's the additional additional yeah. steps for that. Yeah, you can create the profile, which we encourage people to do that if if they're actively seeking employment, mm-hmm. because that way the employer can see, search for them as well. Great. So it's just kind of a double And so <laughs> give your web page again, and that, so the job board will be a yes. link, a yes. link on your web page? It is. Uh, the web the page is www.disabilityin-gkc, as in greaterkansascity.org. And uh, the uh, our ability connect is under the tab of jobs. Okay, mm-hmm. so it's all all there, one stop shop on your website. That's right. There's lots of resources on the site as well. Great. Yep. Anything else you wanted to share? I don't think so at this time. I did think um, you know I I guess I could just kind of leave the the audience with the fact that we do believe that companies are. Um, embracing disability inclusion, and that is good to hear because yeah. you know that's that's always a, always a struggle. So that's good it to is. hear that at least in Kansas City and in the other thirty two cities with your affiliate agencies, <laughs> right? We are seeing a, a great movement in that in that respect, and so we we believe that there's a, a great opportunity for companies to embrace and 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 uh, enrich their culture by including people with disabilities. Wonderful. We have been speaking with Darla Wilkerson, the Executive Director of Disability Inclusion of Greater Kansas City, or Disability in Greater KC. Thank you so much for being here. Thank you. The Good Works in the Heartland podcast is a production of the Audio Reader Network.